0: <laughs> <laughs> Please, not already <laughs>
1: Let the joke die three episodes ago <laughs> to Jedi Eternal I'm one of your hosts, Andrew And alongside my <laughs> jerk of the <laughs> co-host <laughs> who sleeps Whoa. in his floor because he bought a 70-inch TV and doesn't have money for anything else. No, I'm fiscally it, responsible.
0: <laughs> he don't his know home me. consists
1: of a 70-inch TV and a 12-case of Mountain Dews. It's actually <laughs> Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and a three-ounce bag of beef jerky. <laughs> and Braxton Taylor. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> you don't know what I am. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to Jedi Eternal. We hope you have had a blessed week uh we
0: two weeks we, actually <laughs> yeah two weeks
1: um so funny story about that let's just let's just uh, get this out of the way might as well we last week we actually did get together for our podcast yeah and we watched the bad batch episode six six right yeah and we watched it and like we were like getting ready to start and we came to this conclusion that we hated the episode <laughs> there wasn't a whole yeah. lot of news yeah. and we yeah. were just we just were not feeling it. Yeah. And we came to the conclusion why force ourselves to do an episode when we just weren't feeling it. We didn't feel like there was enough to, to really bring to you guys. So we had this <laughs> brilliant idea <laughs> to idea. use my trash computer <laughs> to um <laughs> to start a let's play of Night's Whoa. Old Republic. Oh yeah. And we tried streaming that on Twitch. It took us for Ever to try to get everything to work properly. Yeah. We started streaming, and my computer would just not run <laughs> this extremely old game. Oh, um, boy. Yeah. So, all that being said, uh, it was a complete it was a failure, bit failure. It and was waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> but we uh, it gave us the, the push to go ahead and purchase a webcam... Oh, yes. That um, we have not tried using yet, but we're going to soon. (laughs) Right, right. We purchased this webcam to um, start doing some Let's Plays directly from uh, our Xbox. Yes. And we're hoping that we'll get some better performance out of that. That Hopefully we can get everything to work the proper way. And uh, do some Let's Plays for you guys very, very soon. And the main reason we can do that... Is because you guys donated to us. Yes. And that's what's really cool about this is we... This is the first thing... First purchase. That we purchased because of your guys' donations. All because you guys chose to donate to us. That is why we own this webcam now. Yes. And that's really cool. And um, so thank you to everyone. We hope that it ends up being worth the money you invested in us. Absolutely. But please don't think that that is all we need. The train does not stop here. It does not (laughs) stop here. Um, There's still much more that we would like to purchase and need to purchase. If we want to continue to further this podcast and further this brand in general, right? Right, yeah. Um, We have a lot more that we want to do, a lot more that we want to bring you guys. And so with that being said, please go check out our GoFundMe. If you haven't yet, um, we would love for you to donate there. Um, every little bit helps, and yeah, we hope that this purchase of the webcam shows that we are putting that money to good use. Yeah, and so um, with whatever you provide for us next, it we promise it'll be worth the money you give towards us. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we just want to take <clears> some time and <throat> just say thank you for that because, like I said, we kind of were just thinking about that earlier. just like, wow, this is... We got the webcam, didn't really think about it. And we're like, oh, wow, we just purchased this with the money that we got from solely from donations, you know. Yeah. And again, so that was awesome and and as Drew already said, just want to reiterate from my end, thank you so much for all that. And we like I said we hope to start pushing out some content that's maybe different from our podcast that we hope that you all would really enjoy, which is of course the gaming aspect of it and things of that nature. And, and it doesn't even have to be necessarily gaming if we ever wanted to do podcast uh, videos like where you can see us as we do the podcast. You know, we we have uh, you know, partially that capability now as well. So Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, If you want to support us, continue to do so because we can just only get growing more from here. So, anyway, Drew.
1: Yeah, lots of lots of uh, dreams and things we want to bring. So, um, continue to support us and make our dreams come true. Very much, yes, please, please (laughs) make them come true. Um, We often sit at home and cry. Yeah, most um, of the time, actually, most of the time, especially Braxton. But yeah, well, you know, I mean.
0: Move on. Move on. <laughs> I told you not to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> confidential. <laughs> uh,
1: please give us donations so Braxton can purchase a couch for his. <laughs> stop <laughs> crying.
0: So I can just stop crying. Frankly, that's all. <laughs> Money makes me not cry anymore. Anyway, anyways, <laughs> moving, moving. <on. laughs>
1: moving along, let's start with our first news story of the day, and this is an exciting one. This is something that uh, we've been talking about, uh, debating about what is the Book of Boba Fett? What is the Book of Boba Fett going to be? How? What is the story it's going to tell? And we're starting to get somewhat of, of a picture of what the series is going to be. Um, Tamira Morrison was interviewed on Rotten Tomatoes and they they asked him about uh, the book of Boba Fett and this is what he had to say well we can't say too much but we're going to see his past and where he's been since the Empire Strikes Back somebody pointed out he's been kind of stuck in this one place and now's the time to actually go back in time and check out his journey and find out more about him And then, of course, after having a good meeting with these guys and they outlined a few things, it was just wonderful. Again, it was nice to work with these people, and it was just a great opportunity. Yeah. So, the big thing to take from this is it sounds to me like we're going to most likely either have uh, some episodes that focus directly on... Um, what has gone on in earlier stages of Boba Fett's life, or we're going to have flashbacks. Mm-hmm. I do not think that this series is going to be purely focused on the past, because I right. do think that in some ways this is going to continue <laughs> to move the story of, right. of what the Mandalorian has been telling forward in some sense, right? As yeah. we head towards this grand finale, Um, that they're working on.
0: Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be running in tandem. I think that most likely the story is going to be progressing along, and then as events happen, it's going to send him back thinking about something. You know, maybe, like, I I don't know, right? I don't know. I obviously have no clue what the, the context is going to be, but maybe as he sits on the throne, he gets maybe a little, like, not sentimental, but, like, he remembers, hey, I was on the other side of this where I was looking... The person on the throne, you know, mm-hmm. and and he flashes back to that a time when he was in, you know, Jabba's power. Pal- I don't know. You know, just stuff like that. Yeah. Right? And it's
1: interesting that he says after Empire Strikes Back. Right. As right, I right. would think, you know, you would be telling from Return of the Jedi. So it's interesting that he says that because if he truly knows what he's talking about and you would assume he does, unless right. he just mistakenly said the wrong movie. Right. Um, that means we might actually get some, some kind of story about him before he falls into Starlight pit as
0: well. Right, and that's what it's sounding like and, because you think like, man, I, you know, in my mind I'm mean, I'm definitely not against that. I think that would be awesome to see, but in my mind I'm like, man, why wouldn't they have started off like when he falls off, falls into the Starlike pit and then, you know, him trying to get out. Like everybody wants to know that part of the story. Maybe that's kind of the climactic end of the flashbacks i don't know but you know again that that time period of right after empire strikes back is kind of an odd time you know i'm saying like why wouldn't they go back further than that you know you also have to assume if
1: they do if they do this and they do go back to that time like tamir morrison can't play boba fett right
0: exactly yeah
1: like they're gonna have to have somebody else play him yeah because he is not that size like yeah unless they really (laughs) like uh I mean, if you look back at Boba Fett in Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. he's pretty, like, skinny dude. And, yeah, well, and- I mean,
0: and, and here's the thing. I mean... Back in the day, I guarantee, like, more often than not, he kept his helmet on. And they could just play around that with, like, him voicing it, but then someone just being in the costume, like, as we see in Mandalorian with Mando. Yeah, I mean,
1: you you have to assume that's probably the direction they're going to go. Yeah. But, well, and they actually added Tamir Morrison's voice to Boba Fett, right, in Return of the Jedi?
0: Yes, I believe so. I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. Like, one of those, like, Like re-release editions. Yeah, Yeah.
1: like in the the special editions and stuff. I think they did voiceovers where they added his voice to it. Um, So yeah, so they could do that. But um, the other thing interesting here to note is that it does mention, he mentions as well in the interview that um, Robert Rodriguez is coming back as director for some of the Boba Fett series, Um, which... I think is great. He did a lot of good work, in Mando. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, some of my favorite episodes from The Mandalorian are the ones he directed.
0: So. Which was we had we made some uh, we poked some good fun with him because you know he directed Spy Kids, right? That was the one of the things he directed with Spy Kids. And We're like, oh boy, here like yeah. what on earth are we about to see? And then like come turned out like those were one of the be- like you said best episodes of The Mandalorian. We're like, oh wow, okay, uh, came a long way since Spy I mean, Kids, hey, True you know? and Lava Girl, You know uh, exactly. You know those were key moments and pivotal in his. Uh, I had a ridiculous crush on Lava Girl. I'm just saying. I thought you were gonna say Shark Boys. Anyway, so uh, but the point is, is that we uh, (laughs) we we were just thinking like you know this is gonna be crazy, but ends up being great. So long story short, I guarantee you that he's gonna continue on with this role, so to speak. You know this this wave and uh, and he's gonna do good. I'm excited. So I'm excited to see what happens in the Boba Fett uh, show for sure. So for sure. All right, so moving on to our second news piece, uh, Ming-Na Wen, and She plays uh, Fennec Shand. Um, you know, she basically shares a photo celebrating the wrapping up of production on the Book of Boba Fett. So just kind of carrying on with that uh, theme of news piece here. So basically they have wrapped up production on Book of Boba Fett, and like I said, she posted a photo celebrating that, which is pretty cool. So Drew, do you have any more on that for us? Yeah, I do, actually. Um, So she posted
1: a picture and she's got like a bunch of boxes with what appears to be kind of like, uh, you know, a lot of times shows will have like a like a gift at the end, you know, after they're after after they're done with some kind of like season art or something. Right. To kind of. Yeah. uh, Remember it by. And this one shows, like, her helmet that she wears, and it says the Book of Boba Fett, and it shows on there, again, season one. So, um, it appears that they are done, and again, just another confirmation, actually the biggest confirmation we have, that they are calling this season one. Mm, um, yeah, because you know we had rumors about this being season 1 yeah as of this, last episode yeah but this is an actual confirmation and the fact that in my opinion the fact that they're saying season 1 on this
0: mm-hmm.
1: does mean that they intend to, for this to be more than one season which is a big deal
0: uh, yeah yeah absolutely i mean again we i said this last episode that we were talking about it's like but why indicate season 1 if there's more not more than one season you know right, what i'm saying right i don't it, think they would I agree. I agree. Um, and uh, that does kind of. I'm not again. As I said last episode, it's not a bad thing. I, I want more of Boba Fett than than you know, than not. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I'm trying to say. Point is, is that I, w- I would love to see season two, season three, whatever. I just hope that they know when to stop. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't want this to drag on. Because the longer this drags on, you know, pushes back the the event series further. And it just, it has a whole Well, and 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 we'll get to
1: some of that as well Yeah Uh, That exact statement there Kind of plays into some stuff We're heading towards in our Right In our stories today Actually in our rumors Rumors, yeah But yeah, so let's just Let's jump forward here Um, And this is, uh, for you gamers out there This is good Gamer alert For you gamers out there gamer moment uh, (laughs) Jedi Fallen Order um, Has released their next gen update At least as far as we can tell I have not uh, confirmed on the like Microsoft store or anything for myself. (laughs) Right. Um, but the rumor out there is that they, um, announced it and, possibly already released it but again I'm yeah. not like 100% sure. On I was that.
0: reading a uh, article today, it may have been from GamesRadar I can't remember uh, but I, just it kind of popped up on my phone I just looked at it but yeah long story short they basically said that the kind of updated next gen successor to Jedi Fallen Order uh, is uh, according to them it is released today. Now they did say something weird like if you've already purchased it on Xbox One or PS4 that you have to get a hold of Electronic Arts or EA and, and they'll do like I don't know they didn't explain how you do it very well yeah so this is a it's a free cross generation
1: upgrade um but it's if you are buying it for the first time they're selling it for forty dollars um this next gen update brings higher resolution textures and assets 4k hdr resolution improved 60 frames per second performance and significantly faster loading times which is all so good yeah it's all great. Um, it's what you would expect. Right. I mean, kind of with the the current next gen, um, like upgrades that yeah. games have done. Yeah. It's usually about faster loading times, you know, higher resolutions yeah. and sixty frames per second. That's kind of like the standard for next yeah. gen. Yeah. So games they're not going
0: above and beyond. No. And, and here's what I would say as well is that you know as much as I love the game, this is just me. And some people may completely disagree. But I don't know. For me, personally, there wasn't a lot of replayability value for it. Once I beat it, I kind of beat it. Yeah, it was fun to go back through and play some of the levels again after not playing it for like a month or two or whatever. But I don't know that this was going to drive me to re-download it again and play like, oh, okay, it's a little bit faster. Or maybe it looks <coughs> a hair sharper. It's like, what well, is it's exactly the same thing as I'd already done. Yeah. I just wish that when they had released this news that they said, also here's a little piece of DLC or something like that, you know what I'm saying, to yeah, bring people w- back in.
1: Sure. That. I mean, yeah, that would have been cool, right? If they would have like, hey, yeah. here's a little DLC that um, is like a little adventure they go on in between mm-hmm. this game and whatever's next. You right, know, like exactly. Something to kind of hold you guys over. But, you know, they're. I think they're fully focused on making the sequel to this, and they just don't have time to make something like that. I, I truly believe yeah. they're preparing a sequel that we'll probably hear about sooner than later. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we actually are like at the beginning of E3 right now. E3 is this over like through this weekend. Mm-hmm. So some big stuff. We'll be hearing some big stuff yeah, yeah. Um, over the weekend as far as video game releases go. Yeah. And so there is a chance we're going to be hearing some Star Wars news come out of that. Yeah, very and possible. if that is the case, of course, um, next Saturday, we'll we'll talk about that for sure. Which
0: we did. Uh, and then just <clears throat> kind of like before we moved on, you know, just this is just pure speculation on my point. But we have had a lot of rumors in the past about the Zynga game that is being worked on. Um, there's other smaller projects and stuff. Well, well, we
1: did get, we actually got the uh, the reveal title of the Zynga game.
0: Well, I'm just saying, uh, you know, we might be seeing some more things come to sure, full sure. full fruition yeah. uh, as E3 turns around. So yeah, definitely. You Never know. All right. Actually, yeah, you re- leading to rumors. So, you you lead us off here?
1: Yeah, so we're gonna jump into our rumors, and the first rumor that we have here today is talking about um, Andor, which is supposedly um,
0: crazy anonymous amalgamous game. <laughs>
1: well, like so, <laughs> it's, I mean, show, I it's it's interesting because again, like Andor's been talked about forever. Mm-hmm. It's been what feels like production forever and like somehow we're still not like seeing anything about this we still don't n- right. like know when it's coming like this it's was the first weird. show that was ever announced yeah. like
0: ever and then we're getting stuff that was announced much later like we know a date that is coming out you <laughs> know anyway yeah, so it is very it's, funny it's
1: very strange to me but um it's reportedly going to have Saw Gerrera back and Director Krennic Director Krennic These don't surprise me at all. No, it fits Um, right in the timeline for sure. It fits perfectly with kind of what we're expecting. It would make sense that Saul Guerrero could make some appearances um, being the rebel fighter that he is at the time, and it makes sense that Director would could be involved in this as well. as again, he was very active during this period of time, mm-hmm. um, and in a sense, this is somewhat of a prequel to what we see in the movie, right? So, um, yeah, that lines up. I, I honestly, I don't really know that there's much more to say about it. than Not like, really. It just, it, it, I mean, it's cool. a rumor right now, there's but nothing.
0: It's, I mean, I'm okay with them being back. Yeah. For um, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like it's a rumor, but it's very, very plausible. So, all right, so let's move on. Um, <clears throat> our second rumor for the week is actually uh, something we kind of discussed a little bit in the past. I, mean, I think this is a while back, but unfortunately, it's reared its ugly head to be re- reiterated again, and that is Liam Neeson claims that he has not been approached for uh, you know to to reprise his role as Qui Gon in the Kenobi show. So. Um, you know, this is something we've talked about in the past and, uh, and we kind of discussed this before too, but it's like, you know, if he was, why would he say that? But anyway, I'm not going to, we can talk more about more, but Drew, if you haven't seen it. On, on yeah. That.
1: So it was in an interview with Jimmy Kimmel. Um, they Jimmy. asked, they asked, uh, Liam, if he was going to be in the upcoming Obi-Wan series. And this is what he said. He said, yes, I heard Ewan McGregor was going to do a series. Um, no. I don't think so. No, I haven't been approached.
0: No, I'm, uh, I'm hoping.
1: He's a so liar. there's two things here. <laughs> Either one, he's being a total liar, mm-hmm. um, as we know, Obi Wan had to do. Because mm-hmm. as we've said, and we'll continue to say this, Qui Gon is being in this show has to be kept a secret
0: yeah of course you
1: cannot spoil this in a trailer you cannot reveal this ahead of time Mm -hmm. for this to be the truly great moment that i think it deserves to be it has to be kept secret and you have to experience it in the moment right right exactly and so yeah if i mean there's no way liam neeson's gonna just be like yeah i'm in i'm in kenobi there's no
0: way yeah i mean why would like i said why would they say that yeah like he can't
1: do that so, that, there, that's one way to look at this. So,
0: moral of the story, he's either telling the truth or he's not. <laughs>
1: but, yeah. if he is telling the truth, what in the
0: world are they is, thinking? Are they thinking? <laughs> well, I like, mean, what in the world? In my opinion... Qui-Gon being in the Kenobi show, especially in the timeline that it is, he's yeah. I mean, he's an integral character. Yes. Not only was his you know Obi Wan's master, and we know that we're getting flashbacks, so he should be in the flashbacks, A. But B, we know from uh from canon lore that he was being trained by the force ghost of Qui-Gon in the Tatooine yeah. Deserts.
1: Yeah, so I think he, I don't, I don't know that we'll see Qui Gon in flashbacks. I think if we get flashbacks, it's gonna be Clone Wars, right, um, right. You, but I'm just we'll, saying, like, theoretically speaking. Well, sure. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess there's nothing stopping them from even going farther back. But I think the the perfect opportunity for you to have Qui Gon in the show is during this time of Obi Wan being on Tatooine. Yeah. I, honestly, I I envision it probably in the first episode.
0: Um, exactly. You know he's on yeah.
1: Tatooine, and you see him sitting in his in his um, hut or whatever, and then like <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden it pans over, and there's Qui Gon. You see yeah. him there, and they're and they're doing their training or whatever, and, and theoretically and,
0: that could be a flashback of the first times that he was in the Tatooine well, desert. You too. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah,
1: and it's like that's the kind of thing I want to see in the show. It yeah. makes total sense, and if they have not even asked him to be in this. I would be very, very concerned for <laughs> yeah. what this show ends up being. Yeah, because that is something you cannot miss in this. In and my if, opinion. and if
0: that's something that they miss, what else have they exactly. missed? On you know if they
1: miss that, then I don't believe that they'll capture the heart of what this needs no. to be. I, I completely agree. So, yeah, only
0: time will tell. Yeah, I as guess. we always say, <laughs> there's only time will tell. So I guess we shall see what happens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so moving on to our last rumor for the week. And this, we're going to continue with the the Kenobi series <clears throat> here. Mm-hmm. Um, but also this kind of goes into what we were talking about earlier in our news. And basically what we're starting to hear is that the Kenobi series is reportedly impacting the Mandalorian Season 3 production. Ooh, interesting. So what they're saying is that... Well, actually two things. Number one... Kenobi is kind of taking a precedent right now mm-hmm. it's um, they're using um, a lot of the same stages and technology that we know um, the Mandalorian uses We know that they're kind of sharing that right and right. so right now they're focusing on getting Kenobi done right so we normally would have already had um, we normally would have already had the Mandalorian like probably finished by now right
0: exactly yeah.
1: Um, but instead they've not even started production. So here's the good news and the bad news. The good news is we're getting
0: Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, the- you know, as, as much as I love Mandalorian, you know, if, if Kenobi somehow comes out faster because of this so be it yeah so be it right (laughs) i mean yeah take their time
1: with it let's get this right yeah and then we can go back to the mandalorian yeah um but if looking at a little more towards the negative side it's looking like we will not get the mandalorian season three until december
0: 2022 boo (laughs) that that seems to
1: to probably be the case because at this rate they're thinking they may not even start on production for Mandalorian season three yeah. until
0: the beginning of twenty twenty two. Which is wild, man. I mean and, and like man, there's like, oh, okay, yeah, this is this is uh, you know, impacting it a little bit. Like, well this is a little bit more than a little bit if that's the case. Well, you know what I'm saying? And if we look at our
1: timeline here, we know we're getting the Book of Boba Fett in the fall. Mm-hmm. or in or, in the winter. Yeah, like the, I think December I think it's supposed to be like yeah. What's with December? Right? To at least. Yeah. So like actually I guess almost more in the beginning of next year probably is where yeah. it'll be by the time it ends. I I wonder do we get Andor
0: before we get season 3 of Mandalorian? Well, I mean, I would have to say to some degree, just in my logical mind, yes. Because we've, again, Andor was the first thing that we ever heard about. And now we're going to our third season of Mandalorian, you know? So, yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, I, I'd have to say, that I mean, you'd think, you'd think after all the stuff that's been co- talked about recently, that Andor would come out before season three of Mandalorian, but we'll see.
1: Well, the way I look at it is I think that right now, They're keeping this storyline of the, the, what the Mandalorian has started Mm -hmm. in that slot of the end of the year. Mm, Yeah. Okay. So with that being said, we have Kenobi and we have Andor. Logically, in my mind, those must be more towards like the beginning of the year.
0: Yeah, I mean, so, you think and, so. And,
1: and what I mean by that is like, so we have like a December release for um for the book of Boba Fett. Do you think we could get, we could get another Star Wars series in like March or April of 2022?
0: Well, I thought that that's the slot for Mandalorian season three. I that's where I thought it was going. Well, that's initially. what we originally thought. Yeah, but now it's not. Looking yeah, like and that's that what at I all. But but yeah, I mean, I could definitely see something more like April May. And potentially that be Andor. But yeah, I could definitely see something coming out April, May, for sure. Well, because we got April, we got April, May, whenever, uh, um, goodness, uh, Bad Batch came out. You know, not granted, nothing came out in December, I suppose. But,
1: um, well, we know they're saying that Andor will, will release in 2022, right? But they've not given us right. an idea of when in 2022. But you have to assume they're not going to want to do that. Um, in the same time slot as what we've come to expect The Mandalorian and, you know, that mm-hmm. to appear in. So, unless they start doubling up on on Star Wars series in the same well, quarter. But I, I just find that... I find
0: it hard to believe. Yeah, I find it hard to But at the believe. same time, though, with as many shows that they have announced, you know, at some point you feel like it almost has to happen for it to be a realistic time schedule to be released rather unless they just want to wait you know two years for another season of a show to come out you know what i'm saying i mean which uh, obviously this seems like almost what they're out there to do with mandalorian but you see what i'm saying i do find it hard to believe from the double stack because i think it would take away from one of their other productions that they spent so much time and money on but you see what i'm saying yeah uh, it's
1: it's it's yeah, it's it's interesting because right now we have kenobi and andor expected to be released in 2022 and i just i find that hard to believe right and now they're saying the mandalorian in 2022 right the end of 2022
0: and what about um (coughs) excuse me ahsoka yeah I, i was under the presumption that was like in 2023 Let's try to look it up real quick. Mm. Well, this article here says, our guess is that Ahsoka uh, will follow on the heels of Bo- Book of Boba Fett in April of 2022. So that's interesting. Uh, I didn't think that was, you know, slated to come out that early, which obviously that's just a random article. It's not anybody, uh, you know what I'm saying. But it is it is interesting, of course, that they would think that would come out so soon, because they're thinking it would come out right after Book of Boba Fett, which, depending on how they set up the story, you know, that could make sense, right? Um, it could make sense that they're trying to kind of uh, put those same storylines together. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, that's kind of what we said a second ago. But I just think if we we
1: have have to look at the the logical timeline here of productions and we know that um Andor started late last year mm-hmm. and we've had updates since then even up into April of of them still doing production so like they've been mm-hmm. in production for a while so that has to either be close or already done We know that the Book of Boba Fett is apparently also very close or almost done. So, in my eyes, those have to be the next two. Mm -hmm. Right? And we know the Book of Boba Fett is coming in December. So, logically, Mm -hmm. Andor will be the next thing we get. Yeah,
0: I'm looking at this uh, article, another article here, but it says, uh, they're talking about the Ahsoka series. This, they say, first, the 12-episode Cassian Andor series is due to air in 2022, suggesting that there could be a long wait before any footage of Ahsoka swings Slice Saber into our lives. Uh, oh, I, I... Blah, blah, blah.
1: So... I think we don't get Ahsoka till 2023.
0: See, and, and, and again, a lot of people are saying 2022, but I was already under the presumption that it was 2023. But...
1: Well, you just have to think, Kenobi is being worked on, so we're going to get Kenobi before that. We assume we're getting Mandalore in Season 3 before Ahsoka
0: yes yes
1: so in my mind that pushes ahsoka back to most likely 2023
0: yeah i mean i would say so
1: and we're not getting rangers of the new republic at least not anytime soon
0: which that in um, that kind of frees up a slot though for a exactly. team to work in so that could change a few things up too yeah. <laughs> so, oh, there's, a lot so there's so of, yeah. many variables you know I, I,
1: I wish they would update us a little more on this stuff but
0: i agree well, we could talk about this could, all day. Yeah, so. well, we already have. We already, <laughs> we already, already about have for a while. Um, oh, okay, good time. Um, let's, um,
1: <laughs> let's go ahead and move on. The, the, actually, there's one last thing I do want to mention about that. Uh-oh. That's kind of holding another reason why The Mandalorian Season 3 is probably being put on hold a little bit. And that's because Pedro Pascal has been um, cast as Joel for The Last of Us yes. HBO series. And
0: we talked about how his contract stated that he that took precedence. Took precedence. So. Yeah.
1: So that's going to keep him busy for a while. And you well, have to think, going to keep him busy for m- most likely a couple, at least a couple of seasons
0: of The Last of Us. Sure. And
1: so now yeah. they're going to have to... Um, work with that well here's the thing
0: real quick you know our rumor was the kenobi series reportedly impacting mandalorian season three well what if they're like well if we know for a fact that pascal can't come because he's being taken up precedence on another show let's go ahead and push kenobi into production and they're saying oh kenobi's going to impact mandalorian well not really they're just replacing that for now uh because they can you know what i'm saying and and
1: that may very well be What has been decided there? We don't know what the talks have have been, (laughs) what what their plans are, but like we do know that the Book of Boba Fett clearly has been a plan for a good while. Right. I mean, just the fact that they're already like almost finished with it tells me they've had this plan to do this show since probably right around when the Mandalorian first started. Right. Like the first, I mean, they already had to have kind of had some kind of an idea of what they were going to do with this. So, right. Um, and that would have been long before there was any casting of Joel, I would assume. Right. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to say. It's hard to say, but, um, Good Star Wars stuff on the way. Yeah, a lot of really cool stuff. That's what matters more than anything. Let's jump into our releases for this week. We have some good stuff on the way. Um, Let me pull that back up for you guys. Come on now. Come on now. Come Come on, on, girl. Get your head in the game. That's a Red Dead (laughs) 2. Oh, come on, girl. Come on, girl. You're right, boy. Arthur. Arthur Morgan. (laughs) Arthur Morgan. Um, June 15th. We are going to finally get those um, Legends books that are kind of with their new designs. Um, they're calling it the, the Essential Legends Collection. Mm. Uh, we're getting Heir to the Empire, Path of Destruction, and Shattered Point*. All three of those come out June 15th. I am, of course, um, probably going to buy them. Uh, they look pretty cool, and it'd just be nice to have them. And I still think there is reason behind this. I right. think there is a reason they chose these, these three books, and we just are going to have to wait to find out. <laughs> right. But I really do think there's this is not a coincidence.
0: I think yes. there
1: is purpose behind the, these choices. So be thinking yeah. about that.
0: We're not going to dive too far into that, but we have spoke about that before on a previous podcast yeah. and how a lot of these uh, legend stuff has been cropping up recently and why is these, why why the resurgence of all this legend stuff. Yeah, I guess we'll find so out. So definitely, um, if you choose
1: to pick these up, You know, there may be more significance to those Legends books than meets the eye.
0: More than meets the Um,
1: eye. Moving on past that, we're getting our next issue of um, Star Wars, which is currently in the War of the Bounty Hunters. Mm -hmm. Some huge stuff dropped in the last issue of War of the Bounty Hunters, which was technically issue number one of War of the Bounty Hunters. Yes. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say spoiler alert here, but I do want to talk about it for just a second. So spoiler alert. Um, so if you don't want to hear it, this is your moment, but at the end of the comic, we find out that Kira is there. Kira. Kira has shown up as the leader of the Crimson Dawn. Mm-hmm. The newly revived Crimson Dawn. So I guess they had been mm-hmm. kind of out of the picture. But they're back right. and she's claiming to be the leader of them. Right. And because
0: um, We've got to think of the timeline there a little bit, right? Because we see, obviously, Malt was leader of the Crimson Dawn uh, in, during the time of Solo, the movie. Yeah. But now yeah. this is after Empire Strikes Back. So there's yeah. a, quite a bit of a gap well, there. we
1: know... We know sometime after Solo, but before <laughs> Rebels, which was right before New Hope, mm-hmm. Maul's on like half crazy again on a <laughs> uh, on a kind of crazy some ginger. old yeah. Sith temple, right? Yeah, so yeah. like some stuff went down. Yeah. Uh, yeah most likely, exactly. I think Kira booted him some way somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely could be. But anyway, but anyway um, so Kira is is back in Star Wars. Um, I think this is gonna be very, very interesting to see how this plays out. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll hear a little more about how she came to be where she is right now as the leader of the Crimson Dawn. Who knows? Maybe we'll get some flashbacks. Yeah. Um yeah. but what's interesting is she has taken Han Solo's body. Wow. Um so Han Solo in Carbonite during this time, she steals Han Solo and Carbonite from Boba Fett. <laughs> That's yeah. Um, that's a
0: pretty uh, crazy development there, there. And then what's
1: what's even better is so Boba Fett was on his way to take Han Solo to Jabba, and when he loses Han Solo, Jabba puts a bounty on Boba Fett's head. <laughs> Not on, and so everyone now. Is actually trying to kill Boba Fett, so it's like John Wick, um, a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> so, of course, <laughs> as we all know, Boba Fett, in the end, mm-hmm. he does deliver Han Solo, mm-hmm. and no one can, no one can defeat Boba Fett. But it's still a fun adventure to see it play yeah. out and see yeah. how this goes down. Will Kira survive this? You know, and mm-hmm. will will Kira survive? Will we see more interaction between Han and Kira after this? You know, right. I mean, yeah, there is potential for that. Uh, and, and, and and something to, to think about. We know Han Solo <laughs> not long after Return of the Jedi kind of goes off on his own again and leaves behind Leia. And could Kira possibly have something to do with maybe some yeah. of the reasons why that happens? I mean, there's, there's a lot of things could that, could, that could play into that. Yeah. Um, the, the the thing that might be concerning to some with this story is if we're getting this story, especially if we start getting flashbacks we may not, you might want to say goodbye to your Solo 2 chances. But, yeah,
0: exactly. Um,
1: I'm not saying that just yet, because it's not shown anything or not told us anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if it starts to dive into some of that, you might kiss well, those goodbye. Yeah, I mean, because then
0: that, that whole story's going to be told up yeah. and it's like, what's the point of reprising not that, that, that they that could film, necessarily
1: you know? still do it, but like, it's going to start saying like, hey, we've decided we're just... You know.
0: Unless they hint at it and then it's trying to set up for it, the movie
1: right well if it's only hints then yeah
0: but um good stuff there
1: uh again as i always say and i will continue to say this the star wars comics are where it is at and like out of everything in star wars right now for in between novels uh current bad batch series and and um video games comics whatever it may be the comics is where it is at it's where we're getting the most intense stories and where we're getting oh, yeah. the honestly the most um impactful stories in the star wars universe is coming from the comics so like yeah. if you're wanting to know the most important lore star wars comics is where it's at it's where it's at baby yeah so and of that- course we have the next bad bad batch
0: episode next friday that's the yeah. only other thing to throw yeah. in there Alright, so now that we have discussed all of our goodies for the week, uh, we are going to go ahead and proceed into our Q&A segment. Um, Of course, as you all know, Excuse me. Uh, as of course, if you all know, uh, we'd like to ask each and every one of you to ask us questions to ask us, uh, you know, what kind of topics you would like to talk about all that good stuff. Uh, so we typically try to do three a week. And if there's any more, we put it into a queue. So most of our questions this week are from our queue. So we're going to uh, use four this week to kind of catch up a little bit um, and uh, just to make sure nobody's feeling a little left out out there. <laughs> so our first question of the week comes from the JB himself. Who says, If the opportunity came up, would you be in a Star Wars film? If so, what would you guys like to star as? But, a curveball. If you choose a Jedi or Sith, and let's face it, we all want to be a Jedi, you have to choose something else. So, for me... And I have to admit, I'm, I was looking over the questions we're going to do today, and folks, I'm sorry. Uh, I feel like some of my answers for these questions today are going to be a little bit of cop-out, a little bit of cop-out-ish. So I, I, I apologize. <laughs> if, but this is my sincere truth answers. So uh, so I apologize if they're not exactly what you want to hear. So, JB, so you ask if, you know, A, if I do what I want to be in, A, oh gosh. Oh my lord, the hellhounds are coming out if you can hear them. I'm sure you yeah, can. of course. Um, anyway, so... Uh, you ask, first question is, you know, would you want to be in a Star Wars movie? And the answer for that is kind of tied to my second, the second question, which is who would you want to be? Yes and no. I think for me, I would, I, th- I think I would love to jump on it just for the fact is, hey, I'm going to be a part of the Star Wars universe. I think that'd be so cool. But a part of, you know, part of why I love Star Wars so much is the fact that it's it's a galaxy far, far away. And if I see myself in it it kind of grounds it to, to reality. And so sometimes I don't know if I'd even want to be in it just because it might... I'm afraid it might take some of the magic away. And I don't know that would be the case. But, hey, if they call me up tomorrow and give me a role, I would do it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying. I see what you're saying. So the second part of that question is, who would you want to be? So uh, to kind of fulfill that... How do I say that? The first part of my answer. If I were to be in a Star Wars film... I would not want to be a main character, and for the exact reason what I already said. I would love to be a side character, uh, someone in the in the market in the background, like like a extra. You know, I mean, I literally I would not want to be a main character, uh, for that sole reason. I would love to be a part of the Star Wars universe. Know that, in, in hey, maybe I'm super minor. Just uh, be just major enough that I have a name in the Star Wars universe, but I don't really speak or anything. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, so that hey, I'm in Star Wars universe, but I'm still not a part of it to where it loses its magic for me. So that's a cop-out answer, I know, but that's, that's from my heart. So Drew, if A, would you want to be in a Star Wars film? And B, if so, what would you want to be character-wise other than a Jedi and Sith?
1: So I completely understand where you're coming from, um, and I, I get that completely. I I tend to think about it a little differently. Um, I, I would absolutely do it. And honestly, I think... In a sense, I would get even more into the the magic of it. Yeah, and part of that is I I like acting now. Like, yeah, I've done like sm- very small stage acting. Yeah, I think both of us um, have, have <laughs> love yeah, that kind of like and, goofy acting stuff. And so um, I I enjoy those things, and I can really like get into it sometimes, and like mm-hmm. get into the character. And so to be in Star Wars and be able to experience that, I think. Could be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And um, now, now, would I want to be a part of like every Star Wars? Like, what I want to. This is how I look at it. Like, being a part of a movie or a series of movies would be cool, but like working for Star Wars, like being in the story room.
0: Yeah, like in the background stuff. Like, yeah.
1: that I would actually hate. Yeah. Now, like, it would be a cool job, sure, but yeah. I would hate it because I would always know what's happening next in Star Wars. <laughs> right. And like, it would know the magic would officially be gone because you you are creating what happens next instead of getting to experience it, if that makes sense. But as far as like being in a role for a Star Wars movie, yeah, I I would absolutely do it. And I think what I envision uh, a role now, of course, yeah, I want to be a Jedi or a Sith, either (laughs) one, of course, that's what I want to be. Um, but if I had to be something different, I think what I would be, I think, and I've, and I've thought about this before is like, I would want to be probably somewhat force sensitive. He didn't say I couldn't mm-hmm. be force sensitive, right? Right, right, right. Um, probably someone that like idolizes Jedi
0: or Ooh, I would be so, part of the forces of the wills or the church well, of the wills. So or yeah,
1: that. maybe something like that, that they, you don't really have the knowledge or experience to become a Jedi, but you're someone that, that does highly respect and idolize that. And like, maybe it'd be set during a period where the Jedi were gone. Um, you know, something like that, or, or maybe it's before the actual Jedi happened. Right. You know, something like that, where you're still almost like a knight or a warrior in a sense.
0: Yeah. So like basically perfect. like from, from, uh, uh, Wow. Bloody just blanked. basically like what? Rogue One. Uh Chirrut. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, mean, the kinda, Guardian of the Will. Yeah. That on. Okay, so yeah, I think I would love to be a character like that. I I, I see exactly what you're talking about. I think Like be you awesome.
1: still believe in the Force, very mystical. Mm-hmm. Um I would like to see more of like a knight role, like like a King Arthur type character. Naturally. You know? Yeah. Like uh <laughs> but um but not necessarily a Jedi
0: right you know yeah now that you say that I, I i do see where you're coming from I kind of see it from a different perspective as well i i still kind of stand where i'm at uh i would definitely would not want to be a main character but yeah now that you say that, like if i were to be a part of I, I i read the script i i studied it and i'm just wrapping my brain and my life around this role i do feel like yeah you might actually start to kind of feel more into the star wars and you see yourself it's like hey that's me and that is the star wars universe it's like yeah, I, I I see where you're coming from. Uh, I still stand pretty firm on my opinion about not being a, a, a main character for the reason I said, but I could definitely I've see always
1: thought this is just like a story pitch I've always had that I think would be really <clears> cool and it's kind of where this comes from. I always thought it would be cool to show the beginning of the Jedi as as a one man who kind of truly discovers the the force, like the light side of the force and starts mm-hmm. to learn these things. And he like does kind of like a Moses. And yeah. like, like yeah. saves like a like a group of of people who are under some kind of oppression, mm-hmm. and uses those abilities, and then and then like in the end gives his life to save those people, and like what he does and maybe wears and and like the weapon he creates becomes the becomes standard, the standard, <laughs> yeah. and then creates the Jedi. You that know would what be mean? cool, yeah. That'd and be like, cool. it's because yeah. of this one person who then basically that grows out to be the Jedi. from yeah, that, Like yeah. something, like, I think that would be really cool, but
0: yeah. So, so JB, there you have it way more than you probably <laughs> wanted <laughs> to hear. It was a cop <laughs> out and then it turned into like this crazy deep discussion. <laughs> that's us. Um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, JB, that's, that's our thought. So uh, we'd like to hear your thoughts. But what would you like to be, if you would like to be in a stars film? So, um, uh, second question comes from Kristen Perry. And again, Kristen, this is definitely a cop out. So I apologize. But what you say, what what is the history of the lightsaber? Like the proto-saber and the dark saber. So the two second or like the 10 second history, of course, is that, as you said, the proto-saber was the very beginning inception of the lightsaber and it grew from there. Um, but the proto-saber, as we used to know it in legends where it had the battery pack is no longer the case. Uh, if we look back in to the, uh, Gosh, High Republic, we see that it ha- it's almost like the Death Star where it has two little side things that shoot the laser up and that meets in the middle and creates the blade. So it's like, oh, we just kind of invented it and add these little side things. So that is the that is the super short 10 second answer. And the reason I say that is because we do want to save time today because we're already pretty long into this but if you would like to know more about uh, lightsabers the history of lightsabers i mean basically everything you could possibly want to know about lightsabers go to episode 51 it is called the definitive guide to lightsabers and we talk it talk about it probably more extensively than you want to hear about it on that episode Oh, absolutely for sure (laughs) so third question comes from rachel pikas who says so we all know that jango fett was chosen to be cloned and we all know why but who do you guys think would have also made a good template for the clone troopers? And that is an excellent question. Um, one, I personally haven't thought about a lot myself and I was trying to like, I, I was preparing for the episode today. Uh, you know, just, you know, a couple of minutes before we started going live. And, and I honestly, I really couldn't find a great answer because obviously count Dooku chooses Django, um, as the template and, we again, as you say, we all know why, right? Because he—he's a bounty hunter. He's—he's, he's, you know, to some degree a Mandalorian. You know, he's a very well accomplished fighter. He knows how to—he you know, knows good tactics and stuff like that. Uh, he has the body and the physical shape for it. So he was a great candidate. At this time, though, there's not a lot of characters other than the main ones, right? Like like the Jedi and the Sith. Other than that, we don't have a lot of canon characters from pre and current. Uh, Phantom Menace <clears throat> that we can draw from, from, you know, like bounty hunters and things of that nature. All we really know about is Django Fett, so there's not a great answer for that. Now, I guess the question is, is when we look to the clone troopers, are, are they just cloning his body type, because he's just really good, or is it also cloning like, his his aptitude for, for making good decisions and his, ba- you know, like his mentality, is, are those being copied as well? Because that would change my answer. Um, because here's the thing, if it's just a physical thing, of course, then you can go out and you can choose a beautiful physical specimen out there, right? Some kind of, uh, you know, Greek god-like person who, you know, uh, you can always find somebody like that. But, uh, of course, we have the entire race of the Mandalorians. I think you could choose any of the top Mandalorians of the time, and they would be good templates. Um... <clears throat> secondarily, or you know, I guess not secondarily, but further than that, if they're using aptitude, if they can copy the mentality, I do think it would also be good to maybe find somebody from the Jedi, find somebody um, from, you know, any group that has a lot of good fighters, and then pick them because then you could modify the body to how you want through the cloning process, but then have the peak, you know, mentality, mental acuteness, all these different things. So it's not really a dr- great direct answer, but Drew, uh, before I continue talking, take it from here.
1: <laughs> well yeah, I think um, you know, they they chose Django because he was considered to be the best bounty hunter right. at the time, right? Like he was the best. And so um I I personally believe that, yeah, like when they clone, you know, they cloned his genetics and part of that was a natural ability to to become an efficient warrior right like i Mm -hmm. mean clearly he was highly trained and so they would know by using him they should be able to highly train these these soldiers right um now as far as like you who else could they use? I mean, yeah, my mind immediately goes to, well, a Jedi or a Sith. Mm -hmm. The, the issue there, as we know, because of rise of Skywalker is, is cloning someone with force or at least for (laughs) them to then still have the force. doesn't work very well. doesn't work very well. Yeah. Um, and so that's a, a struggle Palpatine has, mm-hmm. um, trying to get that to work properly, is a is a very big struggle for him. So that kind of defeats the purpose, I guess, of using a Jedi or a Sith. And maybe they already knew that by that point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, a Jedi could uh, using one of the Jedi could have still probably been a fairly decent choice, right? Right. Even if yeah. they even if their clones don't have the Force, right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think, I think you can't go wrong with who they chose when you think about who could have been used during that time. I think they already yeah. picked pretty much the best guy for the job oh, based yeah. on the characters we know during that time. But I think, yeah, if they were to go an alternate route, it would have been interesting to see them clone a Jedi or even like maybe if, 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 um, Darth Tyrannus was like, or Count Duke, whatever you want to call him, was like, uh, you know, clone me. Yeah. You yeah, know, exactly. like that would have been an interesting that been, yeah. turn of events there, right? And just to see, like, how that. But went. I think that's but.
0: another part, too, is they couldn't pick anybody too obvious because they're clones. They look exactly well, alike. Right. And, and that would be a big tip off. To Very true,
1: anyone that would see them, right? True, so, and you have to assume Django never showed his face,
0: right? Well, I, and that's the thing, right? If he truly was a foundling and followed those codes, is like you know, he probably didn't take his helmet off all that much, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so uh. Anyway, well, then again, well, he, he wasn't being raised by the Death Watch. He did show his face
1: to, um, he did show his face to Kenobi, so he wasn't too concerned.
0: Right, I'm saying, yeah, and, that, and I'm, I kind of recant that statement because I realize now that the reason Mando doesn't do it was because he was raised by the Death Watch, who was trying to go to the ancient ways. Right, but still,
1: so, um, you would think he wouldn't want, like as too, a bounty hunter, just in yeah, general. you would just think yeah. in general like he wouldn't. But
0: maybe he didn't care about that. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, we're getting really off the rails. <laughs> we're getting way off the rails. This is not even the, any part of the question. Uh, long story short, Rachel, that is a great question and really one that we don't have a full answer to because in current canon, there's not a lot of characters that we know of other than main prominent characters and they couldn't pick a main prominent par- character because that'd be a tip-off of the, who the clones are and their purpose. So that is the kind of very extensive kind of cop-out answer. So hopefully that <laughs> answers which answers it to some degree. All right, so our fourth and final question comes from Ye old Brandon Dukes. Good to hear from you, man. Uh, who says... If you guys could be a part of one battle in the Star Wars universe, uh, which one would it be? And what vehicle would you choose? You know, if applicable. So I do have a specific thought, but I've been talking first the most time. So Drew, what battle do you think that you would like to be a part of? And if if applicable, what uh, vehicle would you use? So. I think I
1: would choose the Battle of Geonosis.
0: Ooh, I, I didn't pick that one, but I was that was literally my se- close second choice. Very interesting. And
1: honestly the reason why is because it's the only time we see a ton of Jedi like yeah, just fighting right, all together. Right. It's the only only example we have of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think is a tragedy, by the way. I think we should uh, totally have more 100%. examples of tons of Jedi fighting, but, um, but yeah, like that's the only time we get that, like, almost in a since medieval type war <laughs> right. scene with yeah. Jedi, right? Mm-hmm. And so that is absolutely my top pick. Um, I would love to be a Jedi in the midst of all that fighting. Oh right? yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do want to throw out a second, a second one which would be um, Jakku.
0: Okay, Um, yeah.
1: And the reason I, I say that is because it's known to be one of the biggest battles, and there's so much going on in that battle. Mm-hmm. So many different people there and, and doing it, it would be it would be quite the experience to see it happening
0: in your sure. yeah. life, right? Much like, greater chance of dying though. <laughs> yeah. And um we're, we're basing all of our answers off the pre or the precipice that we live. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> or precedence. She's um, presidents, But but
1: yeah, it I think that would be a, a very neat one. And in that scenario, I would totally I mean, of course, use um in x-wing so yeah
0: well so our answers are actually pretty similar um to to on 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 certain halves here so literally i i mean i I kid you not and i think up to this point you guys just come to expect that andrew had and i have like very similar answers every time i literally was going to pick battle of genosis for that same exact reason i thought i bet andrew would probably say something like that i'm like "Ah, i'll go with something different but I did have a very uh, very other close one that I really love. And, of course, it is the classic Battle of Yavin. Um, and, and I want to say that is, is because, you know, what is the core of Star Wars? And we've talked about this in the past. The core message of Star Wars is hope, right? That, you know, even in the darkest of darkness, there's always hope. And the Battle of Yavin was, you know, one of the first definitive battles or not battles it was one of the first definitive victories against the empire yeah and I think, you know, yes, there's a lot of, you know, we had two more movies after the Battle of Yavin, right? We had two other movies that had to take place and in, in for ultimately the Empire to be defeated uh, totally. But again, you know, up to this point for many, many decades, we've had tyrannical rule over the entire galaxy and, and the Empire has just put their thumb on everybody. We've even had people like Vader come in and just kill everybody, you know, depending on circumstances. Point is, is that there was no hope at that point, but... The Battle of Yavin was the first time that there was this this actual victory against the Empire that showed, hey, they can actually be defeated. And it's just so symbolic. I think that's one of the main reasons. And it was so victorious. And it was celebrated across the entire galaxy, as we see in many different uh, parts of the lore. Um, I just think that would, of course, be it. And again, this is why I say other part of our Answer is pretty similar. Of course, you gotta have the X-wing baby. I mean, come oh, on, yeah. you gotta be in, an you gotta X-wing. Be in the come X-wing. Come on. <laughs> so uh, I could go on. I have so many more I could say, but for the sake of time, and let for us move forward. The sake of your sanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you know they're like absolutely wearing their thumb out, hitting like the plus fifteen. You know, like skip, skip, skip. <laughs> Well, let's be real. No one's listening still. No one's still. listening, there. Everybody's gone. Yeah. So
1: It's, oh, we've, it's just <laughs> you and me and our voices echoing into the like, deep <laughs> abyss. Star Wars, Star Wars. All
0: right, so let's move on. Let's move <laughs> on to our final segment here today. Yeah, so we're going to be jumping in to...
1: Um, our Bad Batch episode review. I have no idea what the episode was called. Do you remember? The
0: first one, or so, episode six. And I think we could go over episode six just very, very quickly. I have nothing to say about that episode. Well, I was just going to tell you what happened. That's fine.
1: You can say, if you have something to say about that episode, go for it. I have nothing to say about that episode. You know, only, honestly, I really <laughs>
0: don't have anything other to say than negative things. So actually, I probably will move on because I don't want to say anything negative inherently just because of the fact. In fact, episode six, though, was decommissioned. That's what the, That was the name of it, and uh, it was just a filler episode, honestly. It introduced the Martez sisters again, which I wasn't a huge fan of, but they're using it to drive the story, so hey, there you go. But episode seven, which is this week, is called Battle Scars. Okay, Battle Scars. So yeah. let us discuss our non-spoiler thoughts first. So, Drew, go ahead. Um Finally, things are looking up. <laughs> yeah. This is a good episode. Oh, oh actually, I'm sorry. I, uh, real quick, I forgot on our, our uh, Q&A, Alex had made a couple comments. It wasn't really questions, but he would just wanted to talk. But he says, so was something actually happen... This is before he watched episode seven. So was something actually happened before episode 16? I understand filler episodes, but if this next one is another filler, I might fall asleep. Five filler episodes in a row? Rant over. <laughs> well... It sounds like Alex will be staying awake for
1: this episode yes. because uh, this was a decent episode. Yeah, um, yeah. A couple things I noticed right off the bat was um, the music, in this is one is so, yeah. interesting. I um, so Say that, yeah. It was. It really stood out to me. Um, the the tone was a little more serious, uh, maybe a little more serious, and I was able to accept it a little more there's still some stuff that really just gets to me and we'll get to that <laughs> a little bit um, there's some things that really still just bother me about this show um, but overall the story progressed we got some uh, interesting characters yeah it was great to yes. see so overall like things are things were looking pretty good with this yeah I think for me it's gonna be a matter of can we continue on this? can we continue to go yeah. up from here or are we gonna go back down and wait another three episodes before something cool happens again
0: <laughs> that's I mean essentially that's my exact thoughts I mean drew and I watched together so we kind of was slightly discussing so we, we already know what we're gonna say but yeah I mean and that's the first thing I noticed is that man this has a definite like different feel it was it was maybe not even darker necessarily but it was more serious and one thing I'd say it's more like cinematic. Than in the previous episodes, uh, maybe other than episode one aftermath. But the point is, is that it felt different. The music was different in a good way. It was actually very different from just Star Wars in general. Uh, but again, in a good way, it just it felt organic, you know, almost like raw, real. You know, it felt good. Um, don't get me wrong. I love the Star Wars, th- you know, soundtrack. But you see what I'm saying? Uh, this really pervaded the um, emotions. It actually, you know, again, it wasn't just some silly filler episode where the kid saves the day again on something that literally means nothing. This actually, there's like emotions in this episode. There's more, there's was, there was lore being built, characters developed, and and that was a very good change of pace. So overall, I do think it was a great episode. I mean... Could there have been better things? Sure, uh, but, but for, especially from what we've seen the past five episodes, it's been very good. And the, here's the redemption arc. Alex comments: finally, not a filler. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> so All the redemption right, so arc it. comes back.
0: <laughs> so, so right, that that's, well, that's it for my my thoughts on yeah, non spoilers. Let's just
1: jump right into spoilers. Um, going right into it, we we see a um shipyard right full of destroyed republic ships um this is on Bracca, which is actually the the planet and um junkyard essentially of Mm -hmm. what we see from um jedi fallen order yeah so that's cool we do
0: see something before that that's pretty significant though right before we get to that planet we're in the cantina right and they're turning in their bounties and of course we get to see captain rex and that character, of course, is reintroduced into the show. We knew that he was coming back, but it was still very good to see him again. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, I think that was the. the yeah, kind of I the ca-
1: forgot that it showed Rex before that. Yeah, and that—that's kind of
0: the catalyst as to why they have to go to that planet. Is because he gets really kind of wary and is like, "Oh, oh right, man, right. you still have your chips? You know, you're yeah, about to turn any moment." Basically, okay, I'm messing. I was messing. Oh that come up. on, dude. That's why I write notes. <laughs> yeah, so they went
1: to they went there because they he knew they could try to extract the right. chips. That there was them. these med bays on yeah. the Jedi cruisers that they could try to access. Right. Um, so first of all, yeah, great to see Rex in this, mm-hmm. as you and I assumed we would see Rex. Yeah, like that was a given. Um, yeah. I'm glad that it's early, earlier than later. I'm glad yeah. that we, because I I think that we'll most likely see him more in mm-hmm. this season. I don't think this is the only time. Um, they also definitely teased at um, Ahsoka. Um, he's talking yeah. to someone on the comm link later in the episode. Um, I mean, come on. And and it, who's that going to be? It's got to be know? Ahsoka, right? <laughs> who's that going to be? And clearly, yeah. you know, if he's in contact with the sisters, I can't, the Ra- uh, Ra- uh, Rafa, Rafa, Rafa and sis- whatever. Well, the Martez sisters, Mar- but Rafa yeah. and Trace. Um, then clearly, you know, he-, he knows them because of Ahsoka. So yeah, the, the whole deal there. Like he's, Ahsoka's yeah. going to be in this too. I really do think so. Yeah,
0: Eventually. no, hundred percent. Um, and basically, well, one thing I wanted to point out, there there was, again, some cool callback, callbacks. This planet, Brock, is it called Bracca, is that what you said? Uh, Bracca, I think. Braca. Braca. Anyway, planet is definitely call... Not, I mean, callback is kind of a weird word to say, right? But but it was definitely a reference to what we see in Jedi Fallen Order, as Drew has already mentioned. Um, that was really cool. Now, this is something I caught, and I might just be you know extrapolating or trying to pull, pull hairs here. But uh, as we see is... They're walking through the, the the junkyard, the shipyard, and uh, you know you know Hunter tells Tech, hey, don't get too close to the water. And then of course later on we see Wrecker getting tangled by this crazy tentacle looking monster. But what's interesting is that we do see in uh, episode four, uh, a new hope of the actual saga, uh, that when they're in the trash compactor, um, you know that those tentacles come up, and basically that lore is that basically whenever all this junk from across the galaxy uh, comes into a certain place that there's these little eggs that hatch from these these crazy tentacle monsters and then they always grow in a scrap yard or a junkyard where there's deep water and so anyway i thought that was kind of cool it was kind of just a neat little callback to new hope and that little piece of lore but hey you know little well, things <laughs> also um the i don't know if this was intentional
1: or not but the the like scrap yard guild or whatever you want to call the people that yeah, were there yeah, on the little like floater things totally looks like darth revan's mask it like, does I'll, it does. Very, has a lot of similarities and i don't know if that was just a fun callback or mm-hmm. or, or completely coincidental but but i yeah, i, I want to mention that as well that is a good point but so anyways they go into the the um one of the old republic ships they get to the medic bay there and they start to uh, try to get this chip out of Wrecker because he's having yeah. all those headaches. And let's
0: clarify when we say old Republic ship. I mean the, the Republic that had just recently fallen. Yeah, yeah, Republic. right, right. But anyway, yeah, just to clarify, yeah. anybody out there might be yes, confused. Yes, yeah,
1: exactly. Um, and of course, like as they're starting to to work on this. He actually turns right then and there, like that's when it happens. Yeah, and it has this really cool moment. Yes. where he you can yes. see the turn, and then like it just goes like so silent. silent. Right? Yeah, all the music, sound effects, yeah. and just, then yeah. and then he grabs he grabs uh, a <laughs> tech, tech, by, tech the by the throat, <laughs> and I'm like, this is cool. And then immediately goes.
0: I'm going to have you in direct violation of 166. It's like over here, like, dude, it's like Kermit uh, Kermit with uh, laryngitis. Like, bro, come on, you really ruined ruined it for me. (laughs) It was such
1: a cool moment until he spoke. It's like, and it's, you know, because Wrecker has this very... um,
0: uh, it's a very whimsical voice that was meant to be yeah, kind of funny because he's and, the big tough guy, right? But, like, but it's
1: like in that moment, it just it messed it up for me big time. It's like oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like that was so cool, and then on, it just man. immediately just yeah, destroyed it. For yeah, me. yeah. But um, but yeah, and then they ha- they have their fight, um, and eventually, of course, they they get him back, and
0: mm-hmm. and then subsequently everybody gets their chips, and taken they all out, get their chips taken. Yeah,
1: so. No more wondering if they're actually going to go bad. Mm-hmm. there have been a lot of rumors about things like that. And I yeah. even kind of wondered before, like, do they eventually get changed? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It doesn't appear that's going to be the case. Yeah. So it looks like now they're, they're, they're free from it. This is so. a
0: slightly small thing. Just a little gripe. It, it, I, I, I probably shouldn't even mention it but you know at the very beginning of the episode like rex is like you know what the heck you know you you don't have your chips taking out seriously and the tech who's who's supposed to be the genius is like oh well because of our our divergence or whatever you know we're we're not going to turn it's like he's like but then he goes well except for uh crosshairs i'm like Okay, so that shows you that your divergence can be overcome. Oh, and I'm also, like, uh, Wrecker has horrible headaches. <laughs> oh, and by the way, this dude's taking, like, 16 med packs because he has headaches, and you're wondering what's going on. I'm like, yeah, come on, you goof. Like, yeah. this dude's supposed to be the genius of the group. And again, it, it, it kind of harkens to some of the dumb things that made me mad in the previous five filler episodes is that we have these people who are literally the best of the best in their area, and because of the sake of the kids' show... They're destabilizing those characters. He's a genius, but he's stupid. Hunter is a perfect tactician and warrior, but he gets captured and and a kid has to come save him. You know, just dumb little stuff like that. But point is, though, is while there still was some of those little roots of dumb little kid show stuff in this, overall, this was a really good episode. It had a great feel to it, great music, good direction of writing, and just the the way they took the things... um, It was great, yeah. Yeah, give me more, give me more episodes like that. Absolutely, I I enjoyed this episode. It kept my attention.
1: Sure, there's still some frustrating little things in there here and there, but like overall, this was great. Mm -hmm. Let's stay on this track. Yep. Let's let's continue to um, to raise the stakes. Mm -hmm. Let's continue to bring in characters that are interesting and that call back to things. And yeah, I love stuff like that. I love having a character that we do really care about in this Mm -hmm. episode Rex being back of course we care about Rex right oh yeah 100% Um, and let's let's see more of that and let's not go back if this (laughs) next episode goes back to being another filler adventure fun little filler adventure I'm going to be upset yeah well
0: here's the thing though here's (laughs) the thing we actually said the same exact thing for Mandalorian season two if you remember the first, first episode was fantastic amazing the next three or four episodes, or whatever it was, two or three episodes, three or four, or whatever it was, uh, were stupid and filler. I mean, it was still fun to watch because it was Star Wars and it was Mandalo right? But but it was it was clearly filler, and it had nothing to do the lore. And then it hit that halfway point. Because remember, we said if it doesn't hit that halfway point and really hit it with Dave Filoni, blah, uh, blah, blah. So it did, and then subsequently after that, almost every episode was good. So I'm hoping that cause well, because Dave Filoni's over this, we're following that same
1: kind of style. Also, though... With The Mandalorian, and what I appreciate about The Mandalorian, is what you think is filler ends up being more important than what you realize. Sure, yeah. And I guess The Bad Batch could be doing that, but I don't really see how they could be doing too Mm -hmm. much of that with what we've gotten so far. Yeah, Um, yeah, Basically, every episode, the the carrying plot point that's really kind of progressed these episodes has been Wrecker's Headaches. Yeah. and just waiting yeah. for record to turn. Well, now we've yeah. gotten that. So what's the driving so what's, point now? So what is it now? Is well, it like leading back to Crosshair? Perhaps. Right? Or, yeah. I mean, we know eventually, eventually we're getting the yeah. showdown with Crosshair, and the sure. and the big question is going to be: does Crosshair turn back, or are they going to have to like kill Crosshair? Right. Like
0: that's. And the, do they systematically take each other out because of that like, or whatever? What, yeah. Like whatever.
1: what's the what that what's that showdown lead to? That's mm-hmm. the big question here. Now is that yeah. what I is that what I want the show's big question to be? Not really. No, not really. <laughs> yeah. I wanted this to be more about how they deal with the the empire, right? Like how they right. deal with the transitioning of the empire, but honestly the show's not dealt with that much.
0: It's touched on like the first episode and then slightly the second episode and then pfft, out of here. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And it's been kind of just away from that. I want to see yeah. Now we know we get more of it. We know there's an episode at some point we saw in one of the initial trailers. They're standing in the midst of all these clones like tons and tons of clones uh, or you could call the beginning of stormtroopers whatever you want to call and they're standing there like they're like they're a part of it
0: hmm. yeah i actually don't remember that um, <laughs> yeah it's in one of the trailers well I, actually i intentionally and didn't watch some of the last trailers just because i didn't
1: want to get spoiled or anything so yeah i don't even think this was one of the last ones i think it was one of the first ones but interesting anyway um so we know that somewhere along the way we're going to get more of that but like I want to see more involvement of the Empire Hmm. in those things more so than just them off on random adventures like why you know I completely agree and of course the other big question I guess that I'm leaving out is Omega like there's more to Omega than meets the eye
0: more than Um, meets the
1: eye and I I want to start seeing something from that right um and let's find out the significance and importance of this character yeah don't wait don't wait till the very last episode to tell us and why then she's like important. finally here's
0: this reveal and then you're just kind of like okay I think what it would, now i think you know? it would be more interesting
1: if we learn more about why she's important and then make us care about that uh, exactly and, and carry through these episodes exactly. and then you know so
0: sometimes ripping off the band-aid is not always the solution that you need to do exactly
1: <laughs> so anyway i think that's all my thoughts i i yeah. enjoyed it i think we are on the right track here let's keep it going
0: 100%. So uh we could beat on the 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 bush uh, all day here, but we're going to continue to move on and we're going to conclude our episode for today. Uh we just want to thank everybody so 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 much for the continued support towards our podcast, you know, or listening to the podcast, watching our videos. Uh uh Sheesh! I mean, everything you guys do—liking and commenting and sharing our posts—as uh, as of recently, you know, we started our, our uh, fundraiser, and, and and many of you have have uh, donated. And here we are—we're able to buy a camera in the next week or two. We're gonna try to get some awesome videos out there. But we thank you for all you guys do. Thank you for your continued support in this community, and we look forward to hearing from each of you. Uh, please like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter, YouTube, Instagram for news, polls, discussions, memes, and you know, everything in between. Uh, we also ask that you would follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, which is our main places we post. Uh, and, and if you could, we'd love to have a good review and uh, give us a five-star because that actually does help us more than you'd think when we try to uh, get you know um, sponsors or anything in the future or trying to get our book deals yeah. and things of that yes, nature. It actually does help.
1: It does help. We would love for you
0: guys to take just a couple minutes, give us a good review. It does make a difference for us. Absolutely. Uh, but we thank you for listening and we pray that you would join us next week. For episode 60. Holy kimoli, hey. dude. 60, that's pretty crazy. Uh, but last but not least, may the force be with you. And we thank you for joining the Jedi Tournament.